0: The City of Angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker.
1: Greetings Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 282 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. For this one, we're going to call it 13 hours for very obvious reasons. We'll definitely get into the the Odyssey, that was the trip of Denny uh, and the heroics involved with him as well. It's a jam-packed one. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. So the crew is definitely assembled. We've got Bam, we've got Tony, and we've got Araceli straight off the plane from New York, ready to report um, on everything that happens behind, not everything, let's be honest, uh, behind the curtain um, at the great Oz of New York uh mls headquarters but she's going to give us some heads up of course and of course talk about you know lafc2 and and the and mls next pro so the crew is here we're ready to go let's get into it right away bam how are you doing sir
0: i'm doing all right just getting over this cold that i ended up catching the drummer week off going to see cypress hill and seeing ecuador play so but besides that doing all right um if you get a chance to go see cypress hill they were absolutely amazing um unfortunately didn't get a chance to meet them due to conflicting schedules and all that, but get a chance, definitely go see him. That's for sure. Nice, nice. And it looked like the seats were pretty darn good too. Yeah, I had some good seats on the side, so it was quite good. I do have to say one of the, one of the funniest things I saw, but it was so bad as well. Within the first hour of getting there, before the show even started, saw this guy get up three times, come back with four beers. He was by himself. Dang! By the by, the end of the night, he had fallen backwards down the stairs, got up, and walked uh, away. Some people, man, just uh, see some people. Party for everybody,
1: yeah. It, it, it's good to have a good time. You don't really have to have a great time; just have a good time. It, it's okay. It's okay. So, uh, you you got to see the boys also playing in Australia, right?
0: Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, they didn't start both Sifu and. Placios, you know, plus just actually to get on the pitch at all, see if you got on for the final five minutes of their 2 1 win over Australia here in Melbourne. Um, the one thing I will say, I was a little bit disappointed. Um, I got seats for that game near the Ecuadorian fans. So I like, you know what, sit next to them. You know, how often do you get to see Ecuadorian fans celebrating Australia and all that? At the end of the game, the players didn't come over to the fans at all. They just clapped them and then they walked straight off the pitch. So whether they had a flight to catch straight away, I don't know, but I did feel disappointed for the Ecuadorian fans not being able to get photos or signatures from the players after the game.
1: That is a bit strange. Something's up with that. Um, Then again, we are blessed here at LAFC to be up, you know, as close as we are, right, for their players and everything.
0: Um, but Man, yeah, that's kind of rough. Like all that way, and uh, we're going home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: We have two games.
0: Yeah, but um, the first game was up in Sydney, and the second game was here in Melbourne. So I don't know what happened after the first game, but you would think this was the third time ever that they've played against each other in yeah. Melbourne. you think they'd walk across to the fans, greet them, take some photos, you know, a lot of regards for kids and all that. So there was a few Ecuadorian fans at the game, but they stood around the halfway circle clapped and then walked off so i was a bit i felt a bit disappointed for the ecuadorian fans that's for sure
1: dang bummer bummer well at least they did make it out and he got to see him play even for a few minutes uh right but at least they were there right that's that's as close as you've been in a while now uh which is that's a sign sir they need to come back you need to come back that's
0: i do i do
1: So that's right, everybody. We're starting a collection, uh, the BAM fund. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You will find a way. You will find a way. Uh, Tony, how are you, sir?
2: I'm pretty well. Um, long week. I only, for the past weekend, I've only got four hours of sleep in the beginning of it. So, two hours, didn't go to sleep till four. Went, to, went Woke up seven o'clock, worked, went to the game. Didn't go to sleep again until 4 o'clock. Woke up, worked, and then went to the King's 3252 night. And then finally got a full night's sleep. So pretty tired. Finally got caught up with everything. And then, of course, um, watching Apple TV with all the insight and back and forth with everything. So it's been really cool. The only... I'll say this right now. The only issue that I was finding hilarious was people were... With the MLS rankings, we're like, why is LAFC first when St. Louis is top dog and undefeated? And I'm just like, defending champions. This is uh, also a ranking system that doesn't really matter at the end of the day. So, I don't know.
1: I gotta be honest. I tend to not want to be the number one on on the power rankings. Right? I, I think that's a bad place to be. Um, you don't want to be number one. Let them let them write you off. It's fine. Let St. Louis have their moment, get really overconfident about what they're doing, and so we can sober them in a couple weeks. I mean, that would be a much, much better situation to me, but okay, that's fine. Have them come in with a chip on their shoulder that they're not the number one in the power rankings. But you know, I guess once you've won it, I'll be that guy, but once you've won the, the darn trophy, like. Yeah, Power Rankings are kind of like ho-hum, but we were pretty hard about Power Rankings back in the day. I get it. I get it. We'll see where it goes. Araceli, I'm going to bug you. Um, I kid you not, everybody, she just landed an hour ago. <laughs> and, and was brave enough to jump on here with jet lag and all to, to to give us the word of the day. We're going to get her for half the episode. Thank goodness. I think it'll be middle, middle of the night for you over in Kansas City. And uh, yeah, let's let's talk it up. How are you, Araceli? How are you feeling? How are things in New York?
3: Oh, my goodness. I, I mean, I'm feeling as good as I can be. Granted, I feel like I haven't slept in almost a week. It's just been pure chaos the last couple of days, as everyone knows. MLS Next Pro season officially kicked off this past weekend. And then I was immediately on a plane to New York, because something that I did kind of, I have to admit, I did keep secret because I was still figuring out the details myself is I had the rare opportunity to go to MLS headquarters and kind of work slash shadow for a day over there. And I mean, it was just an amazing experience overall. As everyone already knows, you know, I work for MLS Next Pro, I'm one of the social media editors. So just to get that rare opportunity to actually be with the team in person was fantastic. The office was great. Definitely a lot of, you know, MLS memorabilia to look at. I think every club was kind of equally recognized in a, in a sense. And then, of course, you know, being the office, I did get a couple little goodies like this one, for example. I, yes, I have to show it off. I'm sorry. I was absolutely thrilled when I got it. And like I said, you know, it was just a great experience overall. And I I can't wait to go back one of these days.
1: You have one of those items, okay, that some of our supporters would probably kill for. Uh, (laughs) That thing is very rare. It was related to a contest back in the (laughs) day. That guy right there. Me, I don't have one. Tony
3: needs to come to Kansas City if he wants it. I'll put it that way. (laughs) Like
2: bribery bribery there.
1: hey tony i've been there twice it's a short flight you'll be fine <laughs> it's hey, worth the trip
3: city. you'll have a great time okay
1: That that's what i'm saying people just don't get it they live on the coast think it's all cool and dude, kansas city sleeper man i'm telling you it's a great place to visit it really is that's why i've been multiple times because i dig it it's cool uh but it looks great i, do, I dig it you got the lottery card um, I noticed Pele soccer, we were kind of in the front. Of course, we were. Champions get that treatment. Um, but yeah, how are things looking in terms of the MLS next over there? How are they approaching things? How are, are they feeling about this first few, first games, really, to have pretty much everyone on board?
3: I think as of right now, the overall feeling is. Uh, fairly positive I mean in terms of our coverage and how the new teams are performing of course with the addition of seven clubs which is almost unheard of there's gonna be little uh, glitches here and there in terms of like you know controlling the streams and so on which unfortunately is out of my own hands but I think like with any new league you know you're gonna have your growing pains and as the season progresses, we're just excited to watch, you know, how these clubs grow. And I mean, overall, I I'm really am happy to see that LEFC 2 is being, or, or finally has a team. I have to admit, I did not watch the opening game, so I can't speak to that. But I do know they do have another home game coming up this weekend on Sunday. So even though LEFC is going to be in Colorado, If you still need your LOC fix, there's an option.
1: Yeah, lots of good players. You could tell they're trying to organize at this point, right? It's really hard to just start gelling, especially against a team that I think has two years under their belt and a lot of returners. Um, It's a hard ask. Oh, yeah, and they were playing with 12 because the referee was one of the worst I've ever seen. Um, Yeah, Memelis next pro. It's also next pro for refs too. Not so pro. But, uh, yeah, really bad refereeing. It cost us a lot in this game. <sighs> yeah, I could go on and on and on a diatribe about that, that whole situation with the red card, and uh, it's just bad news. But I will say this. The team, even though they were down, still fought back. They could have tied that thing up. I'm proud of them for the work they put in. It was much easier to get frustrated and lose track of this match. They didn't do that. So good on them. Also good on everybody that did make it out. I had planned on going. It didn't work out due to due to some illness in the family. Um, But you know what? Uh, It it looked like Empire Boys went strong. So good on you guys for doing it and several others. Um, I wasn't a huge crowd, but it was definitely a spirited crowd. So kudos to everybody that made the trip out. If y'all can make it this weekend, definitely go support the cause. Um, There are ways to get in for a pretty good deal. Uh, ask around. I will say that. Uh, don't be. Don't hesitate. Ask around. We'll find you. Find your way in. That's for sure. But yeah, good on that. Uh, Araceli, early favorites for the uh, MLS Next Pro so far.
3: Um, I'm trying to think early favorites. I know we have been promoting Huntsville uh, Crown Legacy, which is uh, Charlotte FC's secondary team. Um, but that, but keep in mind, it's, it's still, you know, we're still looking at opening weekend. And as I mentioned, as the season progresses, you never know, it could switch over to LAFC too. So only time will tell.
1: Yeah, we got time. We got time. Um, and we'll cover them a little bit more as the trend starts coming about. We kind of get used to the players as well. Um, it's busy times. That's for sure. I know Araceli is going to cover us well um on it too and give us some good insight as she always does uh we can't wait for for, for the info information you know um and thank you araceli for for doing what you do We've, we're like beyond proud of you it's cool seeing at the league offices it really is um i'm gonna move it on to the game uh and the moment i know everyone here wants something to say especially with with Danny bulanga and, and his incredible journey if you didn't know which what lac9 doesn't know at this point uh Denny Buwanga did 18 hours of travel time. Um, we on the show listed him as not being available because not even the club shared that he was gonna make this amazing trek back. The dude shows up at about 6:58 p.m. for a 7:30 game, shows up for warm-ups, dressed, ready to go, straight from the airport. He must have had a great sleeper cabin. I don't know. He, he got some good rest on that plane because uh he came out for the second half and y'all saw the history that he made. Um I think it's amazing. I've never seen a player do that in this league before. Quite literally no one. Usually they get the day off, they arrest you like, hey, you played for your national team two days ago. Um, I know Maldonado is also also dressed too, so kudos to them. But uh, you can see there's a little bit of a different buy-in with our side lately, and this was one of those things. I'm going to throw it to you, Bam, because you know this madness. Go for it.
0: I want to know how did you get from LAX to the stadium in that short period of time? Get through customs, get through all that. How do you make that? Because I want to know who you booked to get all that done, so I can book that as well. Because that was amazing. I think probably has well,
2: TSG or like what is it like the pre-check already over. So that's one that can go faster. <laughs> Two, like the stadium is only like technically a ten minute drive, twenty minute drive with a little bit of traffic, and then with traffic, it's an hour drive. So him being late from there, that makes about sense. Because yeah, I, mean,
3: I mean, I need that same treatment too. So, I think the last time I went to an LAFC game, it took almost an hour and a half, and I stayed near LAX. So, what's the secret? If
1: you, if you know the right side streets, you can make it happen. Um, because I've done that before. If you know the back way in, it's it. you'll be fine, you'll be fine. You just have to be willing to to go off the beaten path, right? Don't just follow what Waze tells you, do your, do your thing, right? Know know your maps without, without the digital side of things. Um, and, and you, you might find your way. Trust me. There's a lot of, a lot of quiet streets that you can use. So whoever did it, shout out to them who got Denny to the game on time. Uh, Cause again, we are where we are because of what this man is doing for us right now. Yes. The entire team has been playing well under crazy circumstances, but Danny Bwanga is on a different level and it's showing this season more than I've, i I think any of us expected. We knew he was going to go off this year. We were expecting him to go off this year, but at the level he's at, man, just enjoy the ride, everybody. This is going to be fun and keep singing for him. Cause he's, he's obviously eating it up. And of course he's getting pretty decent service as well. So good on the boys for that. All right, let's get into it. Let's talk about why we're, lo- we're showing so much love for Denny Uh, We played them. We played Dallas. We talked about how Dallas might be a tough game for us. We gave you the lead up, how this was not a write-off game that this is going to be one that could be a challenge knowing what they've been doing this season. They came in what third rank. We came in second ranked, um, Early stages suggested maybe a different story. Of course, let's talk about who actually made this game because we did have some issues with lineup. So I'm going to throw this to you, Bam. Who made the field for us and who did
0: we have to face? All right. So for us, our starting lineup, we went with our usual 4-3-3. So obviously McCarthy and goal. Had Hollingshead, Murillo, Chiellini, and Palencia in defense. Midfield of Ilié, the nearly American Ilié, Acosta and Tillman. And at the top, we had Opoku, Buick, and Vela. For Dallas, they had Payers in goals, Tuamse, Ibiaga, Tafari, and Farfan in defense. Their midfield, their back midfield was Quig- um, Quinone and Torello. Their front midfield was Areola, uh Velasco, and O'Brien, and we had Ferreira up top for them.
1: Of course, the big the big shock to the lineup, um, of course, was O'Brien got in. And some other guy that we shouldn't mention at this point, because he needs to deal with his life right now, um, took the game off for very personal reasons. So, uh, yes, they had to make a change. Uh, also in the back line, Iviaka got the start for this game, and there were all these conversations of whether he was going to earn that and keep it. Uh, he, he got it back, obviously, playing against us. For those of you that were at the game, um, it was really great to see the the montage given to him in the ring as well. Um, and the shout out that he's giving to us and the applause our way. There's definitely love there. I think we will always have a place in our heart for Ibiaga because of what he's done for us. And always because he's been a class act. I mean, really gentleman of the game. And so we, uh, you know, love was back and forth. That's for sure. But of course, when the ball uh, plays right, whistle blows, the colors matter and you go, you get moving. Of course, this team did not hold back, it was quick. I was a little surprised at the pace of this thing at the beginning, but it was pretty darn awesome. So, Tony, I'm gonna throw it to you. Highlights of the game, sir. Key moments, share, my friend.
2: Third, pretty much third minute. The <laughs> fastest, the fit, what, fifth fastest, fifth, fifth, fifth fastest goal in LAFC history. Um, Tillman, like. Yeah, we've been having the conversation me and you me you and uh our boy uh Tilo is just yeah. he's 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 a workhorse this is you know Bundesliga Bundesliga 2 or whatever it's called is no joke and he's just a workhorse no matter what's going on and slots it in between slots it right in between a player's leg into the goal in the third minute and we thought, wow, this is going to be a high-scoring game. And it just kind of went – it was more favoring us our way. It was, again, very ticky-tacky, very hard-fought because not even, like, 31st minute, we had a yellow card that eventually changed to VR because he, at the end of the day, hooked him with – a literally spin-hooked him in the shoulder – and it was an aggressive play he got he got beat on the ball and you know hooked him in the face and it was I thought it was an automatic red as you see it on the field it's an automatic red when you see it in person you could from where we were standing you didn't know what really happened cuz it was really bang bang it got over it got turned to a red card so they were down 10 men and then 38th minute aurelio gets a yellow card for an aggressive play <laughs> <laughs> and With them being down 10 men, um, they had to make an adjustment. Um, Dallas took out O'Brien and Mm -hmm. put in uh, Giovan at the 40th minute. And then not even in that same minute, uh, or Sorry if I butchered your name. Uh Quaynon, thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Got a yellow card in the 40th. 41st minute and that was the game pretty much again we dominated the whole half especially even when they had a full squad it was looking like we had everything it was going our way and nothing could stop us but that's the first half what are your guys' thoughts on just the first half because it does change coming into the second
1: I'll throw, I'll throw my, my hat into this. Um, I would say, uh, once again, our press and the way we approach the game and read teams, we knew that they were going to try to be possession-based. That's how they play, right? They're playing more out of the back these days, and more than they've ever done in the past. And in this case, once again, Tillman reads it, makes his move. A turnover is created. He gets an opportunity, puts it away. It's the second time now that, that a turnover cr- – creates a goal, um, thanks to work rate, thanks to Tillman. He's reading the game really well. He's very aggressive in his approach, um, very smart about it. The physicality is done the right way, right? Not dirty play, just hard play, and and it's paying off for him. Good on that. I think they were actually shocked by the situation um, and and tried to work their way back. We were a bit wasteful, of course. We have been for a while now um, and could have made this thing pretty much done with in the first half, but again, didn't get that chance to really capitalize on on the red card. Uh, And and they got out of a half. They escaped the half. That's what they did.
0: Uh, Your thoughts, Bam? For me, um, we played exactly how I thought would play for the first half. Them getting a red card, I do have to say, I liked that... Lucas, the referee, gave a yellow first because you don't want to be straight away red card and have to overturn the red card. I'd rather go yellow than upgrade it to a red card via VAR instead of going backwards. I, I personally prefer that. So give a yellow card to begin with, then go into his ear. I'm I'm a fan of that. He although he was a bit card happy this this game, I did find that he let the flow of the game go a lot more. He will always go back mm-hmm. and give a card if need be or give a card where it was there. I think he has been one of the better reps that we've ever had. And although he's only done very few MLS games, I think he's up at 35, if he keeps going how he's going, a lot of teams will be happy with him. And for, for that, with the way that he controlled the game, it let both teams play a lot better. So I think that we played really well. Flow is essential, and this ref allowed for it. Um,
1: Again, this was a heavyweight fight. I don't think fans really understand the level that Dallas is at this year. Um, They are going to be a contender. They are going to be someone we might have to face as a Western Conference Finals. Reality check here. okay, It's them in Seattle, and yes, St. Louis is flying right now, but reality will set in for them. It's a long season. We all know if you go crazy in the first half, tend to run out of gas in the second half they're new they don't get that yet trust me they're playing every game like a playoff game and it's, it's showing that's why they're doing what they're doing um not to take away from it but that's the truth dallas and us we we've, we've got some familiarity we know how this goes so expect to see them more, expect them to be a problem when we go over there um yeah we got the best of them we'll talk about that in the second half but yeah, a, le- a little was taken away because of that red card. Okay, a lot was taken away from this heavyweight fight. Um, to our benefit, of course, but don't throw elbows. You'll be okay. Uh, all right, let's move on to the second half. Tony, fire away, sir.
2: So, start off, We this is where everything changes, and this is where we took Dallas for as our fans are good lightly. Um, started off, uh, 53rd minute, Sebastian Ibiaga. Unfortunately, gets a yellow card. Happy about that because then he can't play the game he wants to play. As a defender, you never want to pick up a yellow early in the second half. And then uh Silos, uh picks up another yellow card, 62 minute. And then the then we had two substitutions in 65th. One Aaron Long for Mario. Cool. That's a common thing we'll usually see. Long will probably be one of the defenders mostly on as first, and then the surprising one, which we all saw coming again, which we all didn't see coming. Uh Buke com- comes out, and Buanga comes in in the 65th minute, which later on, we'll see that was a very, very crucial substitution. Um, In the 66th minute, uh, Tarfi gets another yellow. Ryan Hollington, unfortunately, gets another yellow card at the 69th <laughs> minute. <laughs> Uh, it seems to be a trend when he plays his old team, he seems to get a card last time. Again, was a red on, uh, a not a, f- a red card that shouldn't have been called, but this time, at least we get a yellow, uh, 70th minute, uh, Dallas has a, some two substitutions and then we get to the 73rd minute, which <sighs> unfortunately yeah. with an assist with Ibiaga, uh, tariff, uh, free, ends up scoring. uh, Sebastian kept the ball alive in the air and bounced right into his hands, and we ended up tying. We ended up being 1-1 at the 73rd minute, which was very disappointing, especially with our defensive line, probably with a miscommunication. Yes, it was more of a breakdown of a play and had to get back into it after a dead ball situation, but that ball was left up in play and when it's left up in play and that in the air and no one's near you, unfortunately, this is what happens.
1: I mean, there, there's a few things that we need to, to mention regarding this one. Replacing a center back in a game is never a fun situation, especially if you're put under pressure, um, because there's a certain communication that you build through a game, a speed of the game that you're starting to figure out. And the minute you throw a guy into that, and in then a tornado of, <laughs> of play, um, they now have to quickly figure it out, do their homework and make it happen. In this case, when long came in from Mario, if you watch this play long is on the wrong side of his man. He just did. Um, it just, he, he got cut inside on the play again. He's had what, maybe five minutes on the field. Um, and he gets beat on the play uh and the goal falls really unfortunate situation the rest of the game he seemed pretty darn stable to me but he got beat uh within five minutes of getting onto the field uh that that's what I saw from it maybe I'm seeing things uh Araceli you're watching it. it it did look like he would he pretty much missed his mark right
3: so I have to admit I did not watch the game since it was uh opening weekend for next pro so I was really uh, preoccupied with that but from looking at the highlights I mean I was really impressed with uh, Tillman and Bowanga's goal and I could just only imagine you know the type of match and from what how you guys are recapping it it sounds like it was a a great fight it's definitely one of those that I need to catch up with especially you know ahead of this weekend's matchup with Colorado but uh, you know like how we mentioned earlier The Bawanga getting straight from LAX to the field to score that goal was just impressive within itself. And I don't know. I mean, he could be a good contender for the Golden Boot this year. I'm just going to throw that out there. Of course, we kind of have to hope that Alamada and Morris goes on a little bit of a drought. But I'm just going to – that's just my two cents. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> getting a little bit ahead but i i can't blame you for the spirit that's for sure um i'm gonna throw it to you uh bam you were watching this game from a distance you got probably a better angle live than we did thoughts on the dallas goal
0: uh dallas goal. look we got lucky a bit earlier with the offside player with the goals that um mm-hmm. the the attacker was blocking the view of mccarthy um To be fair, the way that they played going down 10 men, they kind of did deserve to score a goal. Because I think we, instead of putting the foot on the jugular, we took a little bit of pressure off. So we deserve to cop the goal, unfortunately. Um, But yeah, the Dallas goal, look, should have happened. No, did it happen? Yes. Did they deserve it? Unfortunately, yes. But I was glad that we will be able to pick ourselves back up and get on with it because lafc two three years ago would have just crumbled
1: yeah i mean it is it's a it's a kick to the gut man if you allow a goal when you're up a man it just is but at no point ever did i ever feel that we were playing like we were up a man i didn't get the vibe right where they did they were coming back at us you know yes we are out shooting them like crazy Mm -hmm. but they were still playing us they were still Mm -hmm. looking for the counter they weren't they weren't bunkering that's for sure Mm -hmm
0: like even a way to look at it is when you and me play FIFA against each other, whoever goes down to 10 men normally wins.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I've i just learned just hack them in the first five minutes and, and then, and then I got this. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing, but yeah, I, I, you know, we took it for granted. We didn't finish when we needed to. Thankfully though, that substitution that did happen, right. The two subs that we got, um, would work itself out as the game moved along. And so I'll throw this one back to you, Tony back on track again. Give it man.
2: So 79th minute, we had a penalty kick. It was a, unfortunately a soft penalty kick, but a penalty kick nonetheless, there was contact. It was a 50, 50 ball. Vela got to the ball first and pushed it away. And there was a slight contact enough for it to go to VAR, which the, v- the VAR official is a very a very veteran VAR official as it kept being said over and over on the broadcast. And Bella lines up and unfortunately hits the crossbar. He put too he tried to slot it in and push too much power into it instead of his usual pace and pace within rhythm. And it kind of got us worried as we thought we were going to end this game with a draw, with a 1-1 draw and a point at home. But in the 84th minute, on a corner kick and a broken down play, Buanga, in the interview, as he said, passes the ball to a, to try to get it into the box from E, but ends up scoring through the legs of the goalkeeper and, yeah, pretty much...
1: And Iviaga. And And, Ibiaga,
2: yeah, and Ibiaga, which was kind of poetic, Um, and ended up winning the game for us. That again, they've had two more substitutions at the 88th minute, but um, but at the end of the day, it went to us winning two one. Boanga saving the day on his miraculous journey that he had, and we walk away with three points and tied for what third, second in. I think third in the supporter shield and second in the, Oh no, in we dropped. We dro- yeah. In the West. We I think we dropped down a little in the West because Seattle has a goal differential on us.
1: I don't care at this stage where we're in the standings. I, you know, if we're winning, we're winning. Um, I will say this. We pulled a rabbit out of a hat. That's what we did. Um, that goal wasn't supposed to happen, but it did because when things are rolling, right, they're rolling, right. Um, the goal was amazing, knowing the goalkeeper that we were dealing with, who has been playing very good in the league, um, even in this game, was playing well. Uh, to have it go through two wickets is insane. I, I've never, I really have never seen anything quite like it. I mean, I've seen, I mean, the first goal in the game went through a player's leg, which was pretty funny. That Both both happened to be megs, but a double meg, that, that's just on another level. Um, Bam, have you seen anything like that before? That was pretty, pretty wild. That
0: was when when the ball went in the back in there. I'm like, how did it get through? How did it get through two players? Yeah. Then you see it from the angle where it goes through the double nutmeg. You're like, okay, keeper, hang out with your gloves, just retire. You know, that, that, that's it. Just give up. Walk off into the. He sunset. never saw it. He never no. saw it. He saw the back
1: of his players' numbers. That's what he saw. He saw the a, a, a streak of Ibiaga. That's what he saw. And that's all he saw because he was right in front of him. There was no way he saw anything. And, of course, everybody, including Blanga, was looking to cross that thing. Let's be yeah. real about this. So they were all looking to cover space, cover people, um, including the goalkeeper who was cheating a bit because he, he figured the ball was going to pop out there. And then he, yeah. you know, then he's in trouble, right? He's got to commit. And so he's already moving his body weight that way when it all goes wrong. And it was a beautiful kind of wrong. Uh, Araceli, I'll throw it back to you Your thoughts on that goal And also your thoughts on Vela missing another penalty Because that's been a little bit of a trend Hasn't it over time?
3: Unfortunately, it has been a little bit of a trend I do agree with you on that one And, um, you know, like I mentioned I watched the highlights at least But in seeing that Vela Missed that, pe- that penalty It was one of those, like, how d- Just kind of how <laughs> moments But hey. I mean, at the end of the day, they pulled it off, got the win. And the goal in itself was definitely great. I mean, I I have to watch it again. But from what I remember, it it was definitely one of those bangers.
1: It was. I mean, whether he intended to do that or not, I would never admit otherwise. Uh, Take it. Run with it. Enjoy the goal of the week, Um, which I don't think he won goal of the week. But, yeah. Uh, goal of the season for us so far that was pretty darn special and let's let the train keep going you know um tony and i got the best view of it i think from the group since it was right in front of both of us um i know tony's back was to goal because he's putting in work like he always does but he saw it in the moment he definitely did and i saw it and i still don't know how the heck it got through i'm just enjoying it enjoying the ride right tony
2: no of course um it was, um, like I said, a magical night. Um, shout out to all the women who are in the capo stand and held it strong. I hope it that leads to eventually on our side, because I know there is on the other capo stands, they do have women there, but someone from BA crew TSG or someone likes, love the excitement and authority of it and wants to jump in with us. And so we can, you know, promote women's strength that we have in the, In the North End. But that goal was spectacular. And honestly, it's... well. I'll wait till the breakdown of the whole game to explain why this is a good thing and a bad thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, reactions will be the story here. And I think I'm going to just kick it right to it. Since you have the floor, sir, say your piece, man. Because your concerns, honestly, I think are warranted. Go for it.
2: So early in the season again this is really well that we're pulling in points Pe- people are scoring and we're getting the points that we need to especially with the heavy schedule again we just had a a month long run of where we went four games one loss one tie and moving forward it's going to be the next what, five games is going to the next month is going to be the same thing again but the concerning part of this, about this is Buanga is scoring and he's the only one finishing. This is throwback to 2019, which was a good year, in which we Vela was dominant and Buanga could have a season like that, which is better. But we need our strikers to score. Um Upoku could was always a step behind. Um Vela could not finish and is just getting crazier and crazier moving forward. And this is a very big concern because the day we don't have Buanga when he's playing for Gabon when he and he's not on international duty and we have to de- depend on Bella and Opoku and he, and he's not scoring Tillman. Yes, is there and he can score, but we need to finish our opportunities because this can quickly turn south bad.
1: Yeah, if we lose Bongo for any extended period of time, maybe African cup of nations, people, since that's what he's qualifying for right now and his team is winning. So they will probably qualify. Fingers crossed, I hope they do. Um, we could lose him for an extended period of time for that tournament because it's not the shortest tournament, right, Bam? I mean, that's about a month away, right?
0: It is. It is. It is a very tough tournament. You also just look at, two is with him coming back, he missed out on playing their return leg against um, for, against for the game, and they ended up losing yeah. that 1-0. So you look at, two is he didn't play the game. They lost, so they
2: really would want to get him back in. And that he did play the game, he came in second half. He did play two not,
0: days before, yeah, he did. yeah, yeah. But, but uh, two days after he, he played for us, um, Gabon played again in the return leg. Uh,
2: okay, tell he missed that. out in that
0: game, yeah, on the return leg, and they they lost that game. The return leg, that's so, bad news. At, yeah. So at the moment, um, give me one moment, uh, I'll let you know how they odd going yeah yeah i mean they're still in it
1: it's still happening um that that i don't think they're done yet i know it's tough to qualify there uh for sure but it's a little surprising you got the release now um where tony's concern is at is mine as well we have two young wingers okay that as much as their work rate looks right especially buke Something's got to give A bounce has to happen Somebody's got to get a roll of the ball Because um, if we keep doing it this way What's going to happen is The lesser skilled teams The lesser ho- profile teams The Colorados and Vancouver's of the world um, Hack I mean, let's be honest If this one guy's hurting you Why would you waste time on him? You'll go after him That's what you do If you don't feel there's another weapon That's going to hurt you, Right you're going to take those risks. You're going to get edgy because, well, what do I care? You know, the other guys aren't getting the job done. So I'd rather mark that guy all day all day than this guy. Simple as that. And all of a sudden you see both of our skilled players up top getting hacked because the young guys aren't stepping up. As good as they play, as lovely as they play, at the end of the day, the point is to score more goals than the other guys. And if they can't get that job done, we have a problem. I get that. It's nice to win. It's nice to have a star player, but the wealth needs to be shared more. So I'm with Tony on this one, 100 percent. Araceli, I know you could you you can talk about this. You've watched this league for years. The one horse town, right? The one the, the one trick pony on a team usually doesn't get past August, right?
3: Pretty much, unfortunately. And I mean, I agree with all of your criticisms. And trust me, I even have some of my own as well. Because like, you know, as we've already mentioned with Carlos Vela and missing that PK and just his overall talent has been a little lackluster the last couple of games or even the last two years if I want to go that far. Because look, at the end of the day, you know, I like Carlos Vela. I'll be a Vela fan. But in terms of him with the team, He's great as a captain. He's great as leadership, but his playing style, I, I don't know if it's just becoming time for him or what is going on, but I i won't be surprised if we see him leave at the end of the season. And as far as the young bloods go, it, granted, you know, it's still fairly early in the season. Maybe we can see a quick turnaround in them in the next month or so, because Buk, he's definitely had some good chances. He's been improving well, at least in my opinion. Um but Aaron, like players like Aaron Long, I'm I'm just not impressed with him. I don't know if I'm being too harsh in saying that, but I'm I'm not impressed. So either he needs to start picking up the pace or I say trade him. Um and we've definitely seen how this team can perform without Hollingshead, without Bowanga. If we can't find those missing pieces, we're going to be in big trouble fairly soon.
1: Yeah, inconsistency is a big problem. A big problem. I'll throw it to you guys, and I'll have Bam answer first. If you were looking at this lineup right now, who would you rather have in it?
0: Buke or Apoku? I'm gonna go. poker Now, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. For for the playing fact that we know what he can do. He he's not quite clicking like he did last year, but we know that he can. And I think it'll, all it's, all it would take is him get a goal, and he it will just switch. It will switch on, and he'll be bang, bang, bang. Um. Buke is good. He's pushing a lot more, but I think just because of what he did last year, I think I'd give right now. If I was going to look at it right now for the next game, Apoku still gets a starting spot for me. Ooh, okay. Tony, are you in that camp?
2: Um, I love Apoku. Not, nothing taken away from him, and as a player and everything. Great young player and everything, but I'm going to disagree with you, Bam. I would do Buke. Um, yes, his his finishing needs to get worked on, but that's again something that needs to can be worked out. But in the last game, Opoku was slow to the ball every time because he had multiple opportunities to put this away, and he seemed just a couple steps behind the play, and that's was very shocking to me because he's usually like on time with the plays and everything, but he was just playing a half, like half speed, half step behind that whole game. And it was just concerning while Buke. Yes. He, when he has the ball, he can create and he's quick with decisions and everything is just the final half of it of finishing or the final pass needs to be worked on. But I rather have that and him be on the ball, being able to maybe still to do it and have the ball in his possession, than having to, be a step behind at the moment and chasing them
1: i can tell you on my front and then i'm gonna throw it to to, to the gallery to our supporters because i know they're going to want to add in on this thing for sure for me it's more for buke than a poku right now simply because there are long stretches of these games where a poku i don't hear his name coming up at all it, it's been quiet there's been long periods of is he on the field or not where Buke is actually trying to shake and bake, trying to do something, moving off the ball, creating situations. Yes, he's messing up at the last touch, but he's there in the story, and he's making the story, and he's forcing the defenders to work, and that's half the battle. You never know where the ball is going to bounce. So at least in that side, he's dynamic. Does he need to get the job done? Yes, he's a professional. That's his job to get the job done. But at least it's been dynamic in approach. All right, I'm going to throw this out there to you guys as well. Please, please, please jump in. Yes, bam.
0: Before you get there, um, just an update on how we're going with the Player of the Year award.
1: Ah, yes, yes,
0: um, from the fans over the last couple of weeks. You know, there's been a lot of love from for a lot of different players. To be honest, um, we have not had someone be the overall top more than once out of, out of the last four. So. For this last game, we had six players record votes from the fans. Um, Villa getting one vote. really getting three votes. Palencia getting four votes. And in third place, one point one vote above Palencia, is Hollingshead, with five votes. So he'll get the one vote from the fans. Tillman on 16, so he gets the two votes from the fans. And Buonga with 19, so he gets the three votes from the fans. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Good take on that. Um, I think if I was going to throw in on this, I would probably say Buanga for the heroics uh, gets your three. Uh, two goes to Tillman for always having his eye on the right play and making making it hurt for the other side repeatedly. In this game, he did it as well. And uh, on the back line, because things look pretty darn stable before he left, would be Murillo. Um, I really do think that he's hit another level with us. Um, more vocal. More in the public eye. He's actually making statements out there. He's not hiding from the cameras. And he's taking responsibility and leadership on the field. And it showed in this game. And we instantly got burned the minute he came out in this one. So uh, I think that's where my one point goes in. Araceli, did you put your points in on this one?
3: I don't think I did. Um, Let's see. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely Bowanga, Tillman. Yeah, I'll go with Murillo. The third,
1: there we go, Tony. <laughs>
2: uh, Belonga, Tillman, and I want to say Buke just because he was showing a lot more effort and stuff like that. He was getting a little bit better, but I'm gonna say Buke for the just the one just to get him started.
1: He got that gold star for improvement, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: For, for me, <laughs> I went Tillman for three. Um. Wonga for two and i did ilia for my one vote yeah
1: dude mr consistent the newest american citizen um yeah i know i didn't i didn't put him on on there for the ranking but we don't win any games without him let's be honest we don't go very far <laughs> real talk um yeah we all we all know everybody knows at the end of the day that, that he's the glue right but uh yeah let's throw it out to everybody let's get their comments uh, i know you guys have been chomping at the bit so let's see here uh lol trash can man in the mix it's jibble on here as well uh dave gomez on here good seeing you on here dave uh yeah ready for his fix i hope we're doing our job tonight on that end louis v as well good evening to you sir nice to see you there uh daniel on hell says tuned in five minutes late because i'm running around packing for the away day and tony is talking about little sleep don't remind me i only get five tonight because my flight is super early tomorrow morning shout out to you sir for making an away day out of commerce colorado because i've been there and it ain't the greatest place to visit yes denver is there but commerce oh boy it's kind of out of all things fun um sorry it's commerce but commerce is commerce unless you like dead grass surrounding the air i don't know it wasn't it wasn't pretty it wasn't pretty aristotle knows it's not a pretty place to visit um all right daniel hill says uh you can miss the pod stream always catch us on the recording and of course always throw a like people uh let's see ox is in the mix coming out of kansas all the love from kansas dig it uh louis v throwing out the 42 originals yes um when we get into the song choices, there's definitely one of my choices that is dedicated to the 42 originals. And so we will definitely discuss that. Um, fast track. Yep. And let's see. Dave Gomez says Boanga will win the golden boot. Can't argue with you there. Uh, Daniel and three points to Denny B, uh, two points to Denny B one point to Denny B the love is here since los angeles we love our stars right showtime is showtime i get it i dig it it's cool um ooh, yes we didn't bring it up in the in the breaking news but it is breaking news thank you guys for bringing this one up who do y'all think the new signing is going to be bam what do you think sir
0: we all pretty much know who it's going to be but um if i could choose and as, as i said on the Black army chat, it's me, you know, you know, on the new signing coming over. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But no, it's we all know who it's gonna be. We need
1: it to be as well for depth reasons. (laughs) Yeah. Um yeah, no bogus responses. Wait, bogus? Bogus? Yeah, maybe that's
2: it's Lewandowski, Uh, right? He's it's Poland, so Lewandowski.
1: Well, I mean, maybe this guy will help us get Lewandowski down the line when he's like 45 and doesn't feel like killing every league that he plays in. Um, just saying and and winning leagues wherever he goes. Right, Tony? Winning leagues wherever he goes. Um, sorry, Tony. I almost made him cry. I'm sorry, man. Um, yeah, so we'll have it down the line, but it's all good. It, it should be bogus. We think it's bogus. Bogus, I just like Buke, I'm going to butcher his name until they tell me the right way so there you go um trash can what position yeah midfield um and daniel on hill also mentions bogus probably bogus but you know um he'll tell us himself if we get the hat tilt real soon right i'm figuring on this all right. Uh, Daniel Hill says, even with a, a DP a dip in PK two to three of the season, Bell is still above average. Sure. That's seemingly not enough for a player his class, but the boost it gives when he's on the score sheet outweighs the bad. No, 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 we need him out there. I don't think there's any question about that. I do think, and I'll throw my, my hat into this. Yeah. I want somebody else taking penalties for the moment. He's missed too many for me. That's just me. Otherwise we need him out on the field. We do. There, it's, the little things that you don't see on the TV, the movements off the ball, the way he makes the players around him better. Um, if it's a drop in form, it's because he's fatigued. Let's be real. He loves it here. Um, but this has been a lot of games in a short amount of times on older legs. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Go, but go for it, bam. that being said too, after watching the LSU two game as well. I think both sets need to sit down and work on penalties.
1: <laughs> yeah. True. Very true, yeah. Something's up
0: with that. Mm-hmm.
2: Something's up with that. Um, All right, I, yeah. Tony. Actually, I actually have a not really. It's not a hot take, but it was just me, me and my father talking about it. Since me, me and him always talk football. Vela reminds me, in his age at this moment, of uh, of Cotemo Blanco, the way he plays, like. But with a better shot and an outside shot, you know what I mean? And what I mean by that is when you saw Cotemo, he can place the ball perfectly, pinpoint and everything, and can score goals, but he didn't have Vela's left foot. So he reminds me of a Cotemo somewhat when he played the league here in MLS, but he has a little bit of a height and a little bit of a more athletic build.
1: Oh man. I, I mean you you bring up Blanco, man, like Different level of passion, a different way of showing passion on the field. I mean, that dude was all about the edge, right? Or Vela's all about the Mr. Consistency, you know. For a very different personality, but similar impact on the field. I exactly I, I'm with you, Tony, on that. You, 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 no matter what he does on there, you want him on there. Mm-hmm. Good game or bad game is still better than everybody else's game. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just as how they are. Um, and so, I'm, I'm with you, man. I get it. I get it. Hey, Jose Bernal is in the mix. Good seeing you on here, Jose. Uh, yes. Cheers to you, too, sir. Daniel and Hill says, a case would be made for either Buick or Opoku. Uh, more time will help with chemistry for Buick, and he isn't disappearing act. Apoku uh, because finishing will come around, and he always has the chemistry. chemistry. Give or take, they're not doing quite what we need them to do yet. We just need more. We need more. I don't think anybody can doubt that at this point. Um, Richard Cueva, good to see you on here. Thank you for, 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 for speaking up, man. Uh, he says, great. Uh, greetings, guys. Huge fan of the pod. Hey, we're a huge fan of your support, um, honestly. We love all you guys for, for, for coming on here late nights, adding your two cents into it, giving us another another thing to talk about. You always, always got fun topics for us to, to chew on keep it up guys we're gonna have a second round of this as well as we get into the preview of the next match um so do not hesitate jump in folks good on everybody here all right let's get in this let's transition you know what? we always transition to at this time that's right community news you have the floor tony what is going on in the community my friend
2: a lot of watch parties <laughs> let's just say this, <laughs> this one before when we didn't have that many we have a lot um it took me a while to figure it out, so we'll start out with TSG at Beer Gardens. As usual, the game starts at 6.30, at, and the address is at Beer Gardens. The address is 206 Northwestern Avenue, Los Angeles, California. Um, it's going to be a good time. Oh, TSG always has fun. Um, next, well, we just going to have to keep moving on. And Empire Boys will be at Sports Nets Pizza. They will actually start at six. Again, game time is at six thirty, but they will be starting at at six. Address is eighteen twenty North Co, California ninety two eight six zero, and we move on to Cuervos, which would be at Best Ball. Um, it's a um, I think they might do a football before the game. I saw that in the comments. Who knows? But. It's going to be at 6331 Woodley Avenue, Van Nuys, California, 91406. And of course, Black Army, our folks, will be at our official bar, which for us, which would be Progressive Brewing at 9624 El Poche Street, South El Monte, California. And we'll be having hibachi catering this time around. So, again, we always have a, a, a rotating food venue, so bring, have fun. And then also there's a special new beer there. If you end up buying it, you may get a special treat with that too. Um, LAO, finally, their first watch party of the season is at Los Angeles Ale Works at 1291.8 Service Avenue, Hawthorne, California, 90250. Expos will be at Diste 14 at 1837 East Street, 1st F- Street, Los Angeles, California. <laughs> Shut up, Casey. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, D9U is next. <laughs> Uh, We'll be at the clubhouse as usual. And also we'll be, there is also an Oxnard location that just spit put up. Um, I didn't get information on that till last minute in crew. We'll be at angry who's brewery. Outsiders will be at Kings row gastro club. Lucky's inland Empire's and Pomona casuals. will be at Pomona
1: casuals, Pomona Pomona. casuals. Come on now.
2: (laughs) Words are hard, sir. Words are hard. Maybe I should read some more. Um, Especially
3: ha- when you're on limited sleep. They're very hard. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yes. Very okay, true. true. This is why I have coffee. Fuego Contina Catina at uh, 206 East Street, 2nd Street, California. 91766. <laughs> and finally, uh, LAFC has two official watch parties. One is at Underdog Sports Bar at 156 South Brand Boulevard, at Glendale, California, and Caveman Kitchen at 2115 South Vermont Avenue, number 101, Los Angeles, California, and 907. Or 9007, sorry. Apologies. And that is all the watch parties.
1: That's like a book, man. That's a lot to read. I, 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 dude. All love to Tony. Everybody give a shout out to Tony for, for listing 27,000 watch parties. That just says how big the LAFC family is. Well done, sir. And also finding everybody's info. That's a hunt, a proper hunt. So uh, good on you guys. Thank you, Brent. Uh, bam. <laughs> i doing cheese. Uh, I'm tired too. Can you tell? Um, Getting it done with the, with the, with the posters. Good on you guys. Well done. All right. Any other community news, Tony, or can we move on to the crazy music that I've cho- chosen today?
2: Um, music. You like music, that? Yeah. <laughs> um, nothing really. Community news. Um, Angel City did get a new player from Medica, which is pretty cool. Um, but we aren't Angel City. Catch uh, Angel City chicks for that information when that pod comes out. But yeah, that's about it.
1: And you know, I'll I'll love to the the Angel City faithful um again our neighbors look good they had a big tifo good on them um it's growth that's what it is and they're on fifa which i I still say is freaking awesome um but i know they didn't get the result they needed hopefully they can bounce back from that i hope they do again we wish nothing but the best from our neighbors um as always as always all right so let's get into the black and gold vinyl club minute I've had some issues with choosing as as of late on things because there's just so many good options. So I actually chose two uh, albums this week. And you're like, who are these people? Well, let me explain. I know we went deep with the Delta Blues last episode. Well, we went to Colorado to find our source and Germany. What? Yeah, Germany. So here you go. First one I chose was uh, Devotchka, the band Devotchka. You're like, who are they? Very indie, okay? Uh, been around a long time. Just go check it out. The album I choose was Una Volta. Came out in 2003. Trust me, it's a cool vibe. You might like it. It's a little different. Um, The reason I chose that album is they have a song called Commerce City Sister. I know, Commerce City, where we're playing this weekend. I thought it was a fine match. Again, it's a Colorado band, so what a choice. The other one, straight out of Germany, who decided to sing about Colorado, for very interesting reasons uh would be milky chance uh 2021 song came out colorado uh listen to it you'll know what they're talking about my shout out to uh the uh, 42 originals uh they know why as well of course it is going to come out on an album called living in a haze i hope that opens things up for you guys as well uh that'll come out later this year it's a catchy song i dig the song um, but those are my two choices since we are going up to Colorado and I know some of you are going to go up to Colorado and even get higher than the mile high. I get you guys. I know. Um, enjoy your time out there, everybody. It's going to be cool. Uh, as long as you stay in Denver and avoid commerce. Cause yeah, it's been limited time. There. There's not much to do. There's my thoughts. Bounds like, who are these people? Do you want to add in on the music, man? Do you like any of this stuff?
0: Never heard of them, so I'm going to definitely have to look them up after the podcast tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there you go. All right. Um, you guys can toss in as well if you know what, what I'm talking about. But enjoy the music, everybody. Get your Colorado vibes going before we go out there and kick their butts. So let's transition, of course. And who do we have to beat? That's right. The Colorado Rapids. Bottom of the basement. Yes, Araceli.
3: I'm going to go ahead and jump off right here. So I definitely did stay on a little bit longer than I thought I would. But, hey, I mean, it's always good to chat with you guys. And I, I'm I'm just slowly fading over here. I need to go to sleep. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'll definitely catch up with you up guys with next week. And quick reminder, LFC 2 plays at Titan Stadium this Sunday. I believe it's at 7 o'clock. They play Vancouver Whitecaps uh 2 I know original name, but if you can't go to the game for some reason, it will be shown on Apple TV. And as always, I know you guys are going to hold it down for this next part and chat with y'all next week.
1: Get some rest there, Sally. Well-earned nonstop as always, like all of us just putting in that extra little bit of work in her case, traveling halfway across the country. So good on you. Go get some rest. (laughs) Thank you, Araceli. Have a good night. See ya. All right. So we will definitely jump right into the Colorado Rapids preview here. Yes, we're going up to Commerce City to play the Rapids. Uh, Yes, they're at the bottom of the table. Tony's going to give you the background of how bleak things look. Here's the deal. We got to play them on Saturday. It's a 6.30 kickoff for us. Uh, Yeah, there's good, bad, and the ugly. Tony's going to get you covered in this. I'll just put it out here like this. No team in this league is easy. No team is a write-off. And this one, even though they're on bo- on the bottom, it's not like they're getting blown out every week and they're playing teams that are – honestly, they've played a harder schedule than St. Louis has. I'll just throw that out there right now, um, and Tony will explain that. So, Tony, I'll throw it out to you. The good, the bad, and the ugly of the Colorado Rapids. I know the Rapids and the ugly is heavy, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: go for it, my friend.
2: So I'll start with the good. They tied Austin. And they're going back and form with their defensive ways in Austin, so which is a hard game, especially there. Um, so that is good. The uh ugly for us is we haven't won there in a minute. Let's just say the high altitude <laughs> just does not work with us. It's very hard to win out there in general, even you know, when it's American football, anyone who goes up there, that's why they call it the Mile High Stadium. And this is why, even though it's not at mile-high high. The altitude does get to players, so it's hard to train there. It's hard to do. It's the same thing when the U.S. comes to Azteca. High altitude, very hard. Um, the good for us, the very, very positive for us is they haven't won in the last six attempts. So it's been very hard, and they just lost their best player and captain for a season-ending season, engine, season ending injury in his Achilles, I think it was. Um If I remember right, listening to the pod, but um, that is pretty much going with them in their form at the moment. Again, do not look past them. They have our number most of the time. It's a very hard stadium to play in because of the altitude. And yeah.
1: I mean, we've never tied this team. How strange is that? It's always been a win for the other side. They've got three wins. We've got five. Pretty much, if you look at it, we stole one on the road from them. I think that's it. That's all we got. It's been tough against this team. Straight up. So now we're catching a wounded animal. We really are. They've got something to prove. They have to prove it. The numbers look a little bit rough. Um, Talking of schedule, as Tony mentioned, um, they tied Austin. Their losses have been... 2-1 2-1 to Minnesota United. That's not a blowout. Minnesota's pretty strong this year. Um, San Jose in San Jose. Yeah, we've lost there before, guys. Let's be real. Um, and got their butts kicked by Seattle, which if you watched that game, and we mentioned it in the Seattle preview, that was a comedy of errors. They were super unfortunate in that game, and it wasn't about their play on the field. It was just wacky moments that cost them bad in that game. I think we're dealing with the team less about being really bad. They're not a very good team, but the record doesn't really show how much skill they do have. They're not that bad. They're not going to end on the bottom of the table. I'll throw that out right now. They will not
0: end where that. Right, right, bam. Definitely. And you also look at it too. They drew 1-1 with Austin last game while missing Rubio and Yappy who are on international duties.
1: Yeah, yeah. Kept it close. Yeah. It, it, dude, this is not going to be easy for us. Um, looking into key players, uh, Tony, who's their leading scorer right now?
2: I need it for a second. Sorry. Their leading scorer at the moment is uh, Basket. Or Basket. And Cabral. Yeah. Tied Cabral. for a
1: ground total of.
2: <laughs> One.
1: <laughs> One. That's brutal. That two, is brutal. if you combine
2: them together. Two, but one.
1: There you go. And then Michael Barrios has two assists. Again, goals have been hard to come by for these guys. That is one thing. Bam, do they have anybody missing from the roster this week?
0: Yep. Yeah, so um outs that are still going to be out, uh, obviously Jack Price, um, Bombito, and Yayo Torre. They're out. um Questionable from the last game was... Um Gersbash, Galvin, and Betershaw. I'll mate Betashur, he was questionable. So I I don't see them coming back for this game. So they're
1: they are definitely in a little bit of walking wounded, which explains things as well. Now, looking at the match against Austin, they ended up fielding a 3-4-3. Again, limited roster. So I think they're, you know, looking at this lineup, it's not going to look quite the way it was. They had Yarbrough and goal. You'd expect him in goal again, right, ma'am?
0: Definitely. Uh, 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 before you get into that, me personally, I think mm-hmm. they're gonna field the Minnesota starting lineup. That's gonna be their starting lineup, okay? Because now the the, the international is back. So for me, I think the, the Minnesota will be a more closer lineup to what they'll have out there, which was a four three three. So mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. Yabro in goal, um, Abubakar, Maxo, Wilson, and. Markinich in defense nicholson max and ronan in the midfield and bassett yuppie and Barrios up top i think that's going to be more closer to what they field against us i'm with you on that i
1: think that's exactly what we're going to see if those players are healthy they're the ones taking the field and i'll be honest i mean this roster right here is not a pushover it's not um, I know we we we've made Abu Bakar look terrible at times. We really have, um, but we've also been on that field where they've they've torn us apart. So I would not write this team off at all. Um, the weird one. Do you think? Where do you think Kevin Cabral fits into this? Right? They spend crazy money on this guy. I don't know why. Crazy buy on on my side of it. Does he break in on Ronan's position, or is he going to be a super sub?
0: I I think it's going to be a super sub. So the last game against Austin, he was a super sub. He came on in an 82nd minute for Bassett. Um, The game before that, when they played uh, Minnesota, he also was a sub. He came on in the 83rd minute. So I I see him coming on in the last 10 minutes. So I think there might be a little niggle with him. So Something's he off. might come. Yeah, yeah he, might, he might come on for the last 20 minutes. I don't see him starting. And then Jack Price is out, correct? That is, he, is, out. is he out? correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's out for the season. That, that's brutal. I
1: mean, really, that probably explains why they are where they are. I mean, Jack Price, to me, is one of those game changers um, that always found a way to hurt us. Always had a good read on what we were doing. Um, not having him is going to be a big issue for them. So we'll see. They're, again, in transition, trying to figure out their lineup. They have had inconsistencies, but this is possibly their strongest lineup they're going to field over the last few games. So expect the unexpected. I remember how bad it was for us the last time we were th- there. Uh, yeah, it, it's not going to be what you think it is. Now, looking at our game, and we've been talking again and again and again as to what we have available, this is one of those few games where we pretty much have everyone available. Um, Bam. Is there anyone missing from the lineup? I don't think there is, is there?
0: Just the one that we all know is going to be missing for a little while to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Max is max. Um, We know it's going to be a while for him. I will say it was great. So Tony and I actually got to see him uh, – I shouldn't say too much about this, but we did see him training on the field the bank while the, while the supporters were doing setup. Really in a good mood, really had some positive things to say about where he's at. Again, I'm not going to quote him because, again, it's his personal recovery. Um, but I will say a smile on, on Max's face is a smile on all of our faces. I'll put that in there, and I'd expect him to be back sooner than any of us expect. But yeah, definitely still time to time to go, and there is no hurry on, on getting a man back from an injury like that. So I, I, I'll throw that little nugget in there. But otherwise, bam, that's it, right? Okay, that is correct.
0: Yep, yeah, that's correct. Like, Good. um, All international players should be back. So, so the question is, okay. do any of them start? That is the
1: big big question um looking at our lineup potentially i'm going to run right up to the lineup um i look back a few games ago probably the, the strongest lineup i could think of of course mccarthy is going to be in goal i'm going to bet on murillo and chiellini for this one i know chiellini is not going to go a full 90 guys let's be real uh this is colorado but you got to go stable you never know on the road I would say Hollingshead and, of course, <laughs> back into the mix. Why would it not be that? See, that's what Chilina is going to sound like in about the 80th minute up in Colorado. I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, it's going to be like that for him. Um, midfield, I'm betting on Sifuentes, Sanchez, and Acosta. Up top, Apoku, Vela, Buonga. I know I'm being on Buke, but I think they feel more comfortable. I'm thinking it's probably still gonna be a poku, and then maybe they'll switch out eventually. Um, I'll go to you, bam. What do
0: you think for lineup? For lineup, I'm gonna it's gonna sound weird because of where we're playing. Chiellini doesn't doesn't dress. Ooh, okay. Okay. I'm gonna say um, obviously put Placio back in. I'm gonna go long reload and Hollingstead in defense. Midfield, I'm keeping Acosta, Ilié, and Tillman. I think Tillman Mm -hmm. had a great game last time. He can start with Sifu on the bench. Up top, Buonga, Vela, Opoku. I think those three together just gel a lot more than Buick, uh, Buonga, and Vela. But I can see Opoku coming out 65th minute for Buke. Yep.
1: So uh, you just brought up an interesting debate and I'm going to throw this to Tony. There's now a conversation for starting lineup in midfield and a real conversation, not against anybody here. But, you know, you're two constants, right? It's a Costa Sanchez. I don't think you're going to doubt that they're going to be on the field as long as they're healthy. But then comes the Tillman Sifuentes conversation. Do you go with the hot hand? you go with the hand that's been good for us for years now um on his way to potentially to Europe the debate is what do we do with these two where would you run on that one
2: so on this one i'm thinking long term again we have a very long stretch sorry for the squeaking chair uh listeners um so we have a we have a very long man because again we have a turn around and go to vancouver so I think I say we do Tillman starts this game um, and Sifu starts for Vancouver because Sifu is flying back from Australia. And as Bam would know, Australia is not a (laughs) 13-hour flight. It's more of a, what, 20-hour flight, maybe more?
0: No, it's um, 15, 16 direct. But at the same time, you leave here so, say you fly it on Sunday at midday mm-hmm. you land at LA Sunday around 1 2 p.m.
2: so you go ba- and again you go back in time cuz you're in the as people say the future, future. yeah exactly so i would rest uh Sifu since he's coming back and for this one palacios unfortunately is going to get the start for this one but Sifu, if you're going to go for the midfield I would do Tillman and start him and use Sifu for Vancouver. And that is for that is my debate for that one. Um, I think Kalini starts this game. I'm going to disagree with Bam and actually play this game because he doesn't play on turf. Let's just be honest. No, he doesn't play on outer field or turf. And Vancouver, I'm not going to play there. So terrible. he, if he goes on there, yeah. But Moving forward, I think again, that's the only two lineup changes I change. Um also actually Opoku, I take out bench him and start uh Buke and see how that goes with Colorado and maybe then switch up with Vancouver coming forward. Moving
0: forward. Yeah. That that being said though, I did forget our next game was in Vancouver. So yes, Kalini will get the start because he we're not setting to Vancouver. We're not playing on carpet.
2: Exactly. Which, uh,
1: that brings up the debate over the Palacios Valencia situation. Okay. Valencia is not the youngest guy around. Do you want to risk him on turf? Or do you want to risk Palacios on turf as a young guy that they bounce back quicker? Do you let Palacios take the rest as well so he can go all out on a terrible Vancouver field?
2: Thoughts? That one's think? hard. That one's a little bit hard because I'd rather have Palacio on this one and torch uh Colorado and get these points. Again, not an easy yeah. game this is a parody league and any team can beat anyone and it doesn't matter what it is. Cause you saw Violetta beat Austin with yeah, all their right. situations. So you never know which team you're going to get. We can get the best team, best version of this team and, or we can get the worst version of this team. So I think I would try to get Palacios and just kind of use them because again, this turnaround is just for, because, right after Vancouver we have Austin right after Austin we go we play Vancouver in our home and then we have the derby with Carson right after that so there's a lot of turnaround and if we move on we're going to have to do this again <laughs> so yeah. with the new I signing guess. that's yeah with the new signing it's going to be helpful for our midfield but we also have to transition these minutes with our players because now it's no longer the beginning of the season. Now we're in full momentum of the season. Yes, a month has passed and that doesn't give mid season form just yet, but we have to watch our minutes with our older players who hold our back line, our, our players up front who are going to make the changes and players who most likely aren't going to be here in the summer, in the summer transfer market in Sifu and Palencia, because unless I don't Palacios, see them. Oh, sorry, sorry, Palacios. My apologies. Seeing them here, unless they don't get the they don't get the numbers we feel is fit for them, or we don't get the right amount of deals for the right team for them.
0: And you also look at yeah, it mm-hmm. with Palacios. He didn't play any minutes here in Australia. He came. He was on the bench for most of it. Um, with the Australia game, he barely warmed up, so you knew he wasn't getting used at all. So he will be relaxed. He'll be fit and ready where to go. He he will run to get out on the pitch. So that's why Palacios would start this game and the Vancouver game. Also, He's durable. Yeah, that's for also, sure.
2: Also, Ox mm-hmm. put up, brought up another point. Murillo has one more yellow card, and he will be out because of yellow cards accumulation for the Austin game. So do you start him against Colorado and worry about him not getting another yellow card and we miss him for Austin and put in long? Or do we just put him out there and trust him to move forward? There comes the next question
1: and
0: long at altitude, guys. But but Are they come next. Then comes the next yeah. question for you, Tony. Would you rather really miss Austin or have him miss Carson? I'm with you on that. I'd rather burn him for
1: for this one uh, and let him rest up for the galaxy um He'd still play against Vancouver. There's no impact on that. And then, he rests yeah, so, and so, then he's rests so, so do you send him healthy. out and
0: say, hey, if you don't have a yellow card before the 70th minute, get one?
1: Get one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that one, man. Just burn your numbers.
0: <laughs> reset, reset. Because <laughs> unfortunately, that's where you will look at with going against, like, Colorado is a tough game. Playing in Colorado, we haven't won there since 2018. It's going to be tough, and we've never drawn against against them. No. But then you go Austin, who <clears throat> this year, I'm going to come in and say it right now, Austin aren't who they were last year. They're not playing like how they were last year. Now, are they waiting to have their flick, light flick against us or what? And then we go in against Carson, which is regardless a tough game, no matter how teams are going, always going to be a tough game. So would you rather, for me personally, Play Murillo, have him get that yellow card, miss Austin, be ready for Carson. That's just me. I'm I'm in the settled counterattack approach
1: for this game. Um, and In that case, you need some experienced defenders that can hit a ball at distance to anybody they feel. And who's better than that than Chiellini and Murillo? I mean, really, playing out of the back, those are the guys you want. That's where my head's at. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Again, rotation is something that has to happen because of this crazy schedule. It could be even wilder when we get in there and see where where we're at and who's going to play and who's not. Who knows, Sanchez might get a rest. You never know because this is just one of those tough games where there's a lot coming up and you got to reserve your players. All right. I'm going to throw this out to the gallery, see where their heads are at. Let's get your opinions, everybody. We love them. Where are you at? Let's join this conversation. All right. So I'm gonna go all the way up here. Boom, boom, boom. Um, ooh. Jose Bernal saying, see you at the watch party. There it is. There it is. Um, Casey talking smack to Tony. That's some funny stuff right there. Ha ha ha. Um, nothing new, Evan. Nothing new, nothing changes, nothing changes from Stand to the digital world. Uh, he's got your number, my friend. Yes, he does. (laughs) There we go. Unless it's Uh, his number, (laughs) we all have his number. There it is. Um, Evan Allen, we heard we've beaten Colorado, haven't beaten Colorado since 2018. Yeah, you remember the last time we got shellacked up there? Um, we thought it was gonna be an easy one and it wasn't.
0: It's always so. The last time we beat Colorado in Colorado was October 6, 2018, which was a 3-0 win over them with Zimmerman goal in the 15th minute and a brace from Dia Monday in the 42nd, 48th minute. That's to become ancient history, everybody.
1: Sounds mm-hmm. funny, but it is. So there and, we and,
0: are. And, and, and here you go. Here are some names you haven't heard on the LAFC. This is the lineup that we had for that game. Miller and Goal. Betashore, Silva, Zimmerman, Harvey in defense. Fowler Harbour, Nguyen, and Cova in the mid. Vela, Dio, Rossi up top. That's wild. And I was president of 3252, so long time ago.
1: Long
2: time you will ago. hear Betashore, though, because he is on Colorado. So you will hear Betashore. Oh.
1: <laughs> Tables have turned. Will he play though? I doubt it. I doubt it. All right. Michael, he says, I would start Buke over Poku. Buk. Buke needs on field experience where Poku is a proven spark off the bench. At least last season he was off the bench, off the bench. I'm with you at the off the bench. Um, I just think yeah, I see more from Buke. I do. That's me though. Uh Michael also threw in three points, Bwanga, two points to Tillman, one point to McCarthy. All right. D. Velez says, boys taking the win. I say 2 0. Gosh, when was the last time we got it? A... As you're looking at those stats, man, when's the last time we got a shutout? Was it that 2018 game? It was, huh? It had to be. Uh, get any other ones? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, tough, 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 tough crowd. Tough crowd. Um, Velez says, team is looking good. Only change I would make would be a Poco off the bench. There you are. Uh Michael is talking about another team from a far off land that we both love, but they are from a far off land. Um I'm debating you on that later, man. I just am. I threw it up there, but uh we'll we'll see how long this lasts before he pisses everybody off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's gonna be an instant spark for Byron and 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 they'll do their, they'll do the business this weekend and all will be right with the world. There's my take. Uh, well, Evan, remember hearing that in Inception, LAX to Sydney? <laughs> He's quoting movies, man. There you go. Ox says if Mario picks up another yellow, he'll miss the match. We mentioned that against the Broccolis, but I don't worry if he misses that match. We'll still handle the Broccolis. Um, oh, Jose Bernal. He says Colorado's going to lose. 2 uh, 1 to LAFC, a goal by Buke, last minute, Boanga. Because what else would we do? What else would we do? Dig it. Um, I'm gonna I'm not gonna predict scores, you know that already, because every time I do it, we mess it up. Um shout out to the LCS. He brought in back to BNG and I gave him a prediction and it cost us. I don't do these things for a reason, people.
2: Yeah, I saw operation? that. Yeah, I saw and that, said, and I was like, what are you guard, doing? Man.
1: Yeah, he caught me off guard, man. Um yeah, I was I was I was on the move. What can you say? See what happens, see what happens. I don't predict. All right, guys. Love it. Um, Thank you, everyone, for adding it in, telling us your thoughts on this match. It is going to be an interesting one. Again, I think we're going to tell you a million times over. Do not write them off. This is a tough one for us. It is going to be real interesting. Um, We'll see how it plays itself out but the boys have to keep their guard up for this one. It's going to be physical. It's going to be hard and it's going to be hard to breathe after about the 70th minute. That's just how it goes when you go up to Colorado. All right. So um, we're going to quickly jump this over into final thoughts, get you guys on your way and ready for the weekend. Uh, Tony, I'm going to throw this one over to you first, sir.
2: Final thoughts. Final thoughts is be It's opening day. The, my Yankees beat the Giants. Ha. Pointing over here to this person over here. Let's go. Um, Dodgers don't really care. They are going to disappoint everyone and when it comes to October, so me. And um, just have fun. If you're going to Colorado, remember it is high altitude, so remember to be hydrated. You can, because you're not used to it. Drinking is a very dangerous sport up there if you're not used to it um check up on friends and families tell them that you love him them him her whoever you are whoever you care for just remember to say that um i just picked up a brand new good book if you guys want to learn more about just in general world soccer from male to female um it's actually by men's and blazers very simple the gods of soccer it's really just a couple pages on the the players around the world alphabetical order. So you can, they do a little page on each one. So it's a good little snippet on to catch up on the game. If you don't know world talker and players around the world and on top of that, just have fun, drink responsibly and be smart.
1: There we go. Good on you, Tony. Thank you, sir. Um, always holding it down and you know, you know what Tony's going to be doing at the, at the watch party, right? You just know he's going to handle it. Um, drinking and
2: coffee that's what I'll be doing
1: <laughs> this guy I'll say this he drinks black coffee to sing who does that Tony does that it's impressive I'm impressed sir keep it up man it's looking good Um, you see this guy handles it it's amazing bam I'm gonna throw it to you sir final thoughts my friend
0: uh, final thoughts Um, everyone going to watch parties don't drink and drive Don't smoke and drive. You know, look out for each other. Um, For Everyone going to Colorado, go have fun. Enjoy yourselves. For people that are um, going to the LFC 2 game, go have fun. Enjoy it. I watched the game last week. I was glad the day off work. It was good to watch. I'll probably be watching the game again this week. You know, go support our future. Go support the youth. Go support future players. And then you say... In 10 years' time when that player is winning the world cup or won a champions league and all that, say so I saw him play when he was playing for us when he was 16 18 years old. Also, for all those that, that are fans, the F1s are on at the moment, They've got the f- uh, free practice going on at the moment in Melbourne, Australia, my hometown. Um, race is 3 p.m. my time Sunday, so I think that's 10 p.m. Sunday. Night, i uh, Saturday night for you guys so if you watch that enjoy it um also remember guys it's okay to not be okay conversation can change your life call your friends text your friends all that kind of stuff also doing some more research if you don't know who to talk to and all that you can also got the 988 suicide and crisis um, lifeline it, it launched on july sixteenth, twenty 2022 um there's all that's all online. If you need help, um, especially in LA, you can text the crisis text line, just text LA to 741-741 and that will get you connected with a trained crisis counselor and all that. So if you do need help, there is help available out there, guys. So please, if you do get help.
1: Well said, sir. Definitely, definitely. Um, help is out there. And for all of us, pay attention to your friends for sure. Um, be there for them. Definitely. Now, everyone heading out to Colorado, have an amazing and safe trip out there. Um, I know I give commerce all kinds of hell and make fun of Denver a bit. Um, there's a lot of good stuff to do out there, though. A lot of fun, but adult fun. Um, so be responsible in what you do out there. Um, again, it, it, it's the high altitude. It's the vibe. Um, dig it, have a good time Sing your hearts out Um, show Colorado supporters How it's done like you always do Shout out to all you going up there Amazing, amazing We've been strong everywhere, we'll keep it going again Um, to the rest of you going to the watch parties Enjoy it, have a good time Be with friends, and if you have enough energy for Sunday Go out and support number two Um, LAC2's out there They're doing their thing Um, shout out to everybody putting in the work Empire boys for making it loud. Um, I saw you guys. You stood out really well. Well done. Well done. All of you Um, to the rest of you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for continuing to support this, this show. We've been here since draft day uh, earlier than draft day. Um, I've been on since draft day consistently. Um, We've seen the rise. (laughs) We've seen me go up. me go down. Um, Going to the North end every week, getting it done meeting all of you guys and building this proper family that we just keep on building. So to you guys, thank you for the support and we'll keep doing right by you. Final word, boys, Tony, final word.
2: Stay golden, Los Angeles.
1: Bam.
0: Stay golden.
1: And for me to all of you stay golden, Los Angeles.